Today on episode number 473 of the School of Podcasting's morning announcements, I'm going to talk about those wow moments, those word of mouth moments from podcast movement, and I had to make a really hard decision. Hit it, ladies! School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, hey, welcome to the party, pal. This is where we talk about all things podcasting. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you flatten the learning curve. And I get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. And I got to tell you, it was a little weird this week. Not putting out a show on Monday for the first time in 10 years. And today's show is going to be a little abbreviated, but... uh, You know, I just got to tell you about podcast movement. There are so many cool things that happen. And I'm not going to have the usual kind of segments, no last five and fives, things like that. I just want to talk a little bit about podcast movement because if I don't, my head's going to explode. So a couple really cool things that happened. Number one, everybody that stepped up and said, you helped me with your podcast. I just want to stop by and say thank you. Thank you for doing that. It's always good to uh, put names with faces. T. Michael and Anna Fairchild came up and handed me an autographed book of their uh, copy of their book, How to Thrive Daily, thought-provoking and inspirational daily messages that can change your life. I'll put a link to that out at uh, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 473. And um, they just said, I've helped them so much podcasting that it was the least they could do. It was really touching uh, of that. Um, When I saw uh, Ted and I'm forgetting your last name, uh, walk around in a school of podcasting t-shirt. Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. And as soon as I hit stop, I'll remember your last name. But, um, and seeing all my friends and I, I would, this is going to be horrible because I'm going to forget somebody's name, but, um, oh man, Wayne Henderson. And of course the real Brian and, and, uh, Mark Johansson was my roommate who is, uh, it was interesting the first night where we we're like, it felt like summer camp where you're staying up probably till three in the morning talking. And uh, both Mark and I like to talk. And uh, wow, that was, uh, it it was cool. So a really nice guy. And, um, you know, Daniel J. Lewis and Ray uh, Ortega, I barely got to see. Uh, That's all, I'll talk about that a little later. You know, I'm enough with the names. Because if I keep going, I'm going to forget somebody. So if I didn't mention your name, it was you. But uh, what I want to do, we've talked about how do I grow my audience? Right. That's the big question. How do I grow my audience? And I always say, before you hit record, what are you going to be talking about that are going to make your audience go, oh, man, I can't wait to tell somebody about this? Well, podcast movement did that. And so what I want to talk about, this is in no particular order. Okay, this is not like a top 10 list, but just things that I was like, it's weird. I have uh, really fallen in love with the uh the app Clamor, C-L-A-M-M-R.com. It's a cool way to spread your audio virally, I guess, in a way. I love it. And I listen in Clamors now. A Clamor is an 18-second snippet of audio. And I'd be listening to a keynote, and I'm like, oh, I would love to Clamor that. And so these are things that I just was like, oh, it just it touched me in one way or another. In some ways good, in some ways bad. But let me uh, let me talk about this a little bit. Okay, so... The first thing that I was just like, you got to be kidding me, was I get my my door key, you know, the little plastic things that you slide in and out, and um, it was branded Podcast Movement, and 
it sounds weird, but that was like, I've never seen that before, ever, anywhere. And it just was a huge first impression. And I told Dan and Jared and Gary and Mitch that uh, the four guys the that uh, are the organizers of this, that there was so much icing on the podcast movement cake that you couldn't get a bad piece of cake. And the other thing I need to say with that, it wasn't all icing. There was plenty of really good, moist, just, oh, give me another piece of cake. It was just, a, so that was like the first thing I was like, whoa, I can't, wow, that's cool, wow. And it just set the tone of like, all right, get ready. Keep your arms and hands inside the ride. Uh, Lou Mangello. Lou Mangello, I believe, was on Sunday. And Lou is the guy behind WDW Radio. Super nice guy. And here's you'll see a theme here. When you meet Lou, he's so Lou. Like, just what you see is what you get. Nicest guy on the planet. Always great to see Lou. He's one of my favorite people. And uh, in his keynote, I don't know if it's because it was Sunday, I just wanted to keep screaming like, preach on, Lou. Preach it, brother. It was amazing. And um, because he was talking... He wasn't talking about how to get rich quick. He wasn't talking about how to spam new and noteworthy. He was talking about how to grow your audience and and the fact that a lot of times we are looking, we're asking the wrong questions. And he had this great line. He says, when people came in to look at a new painting from Michelangelo, they didn't look at the painting and go, hey, man, that's awesome. What brush did you use? Right? So we're all focused on microphones and, and mixers. It's like, no, let's focus on the painting. Uh, number three, another great guy, Jordan Harbinger. Uh, I've had him on uh, this podcast. I've had, I, you know, I've never had Lou on the School of Podcasting. I had him on the uh, Power of Podcasting. That was a offshoot of the School of Podcasting. I, I maybe I need to get Lou in here. Lou is just awesome, and, and mainly for selfish reasons because I like to talk to Lou. Um, but um, for the record, the Power of Podcasting uh, was a. Um, we'll take a little tangent here was a offshoot I did of just, uh, it was a podcast I was trying to create to explain why you should start a podcast. I have hence brought that back to this because basically you said, hey, Dave, why are you making me go four places to get your stuff? So always listen to your audience. But um, Jordan, uh, he's like a, a lioness guarding her cubs when it comes to his show. And that's the thing that I heard over and over. It's my show from different people. And it is, it's your show. You are the program director, you're the editor, you're the producer in some cases, you're the host, it's your show. And Jordan said, look, it's his show, and if you try to mess with his show, uh, he will kick you to the curb. You know, if you keep trying to pimp your stuff on his show, when he explained up front that any pimping of your book or your product would be done at the show, if at all, and if you keep trying to pimp, he's going to just shut down the recorder and send you home. Why? Because it's his show. And I, uh, I had asked him, well, aren't you worried that your guest is going to go tell their friends don't go on his show? And I thought about it because I said, you know, because birds of a feather flock together. And if you think about it, if this guy truly or girl is a bad guest, well, you kind of want that person to tell their other friends who are probably also bad guests not to come on your show. Aisha Tyler, um, this one really hit home with me. Um, how many things that you do are truly a hundred percent yours. And Aisha has like 37 roles on TV and movies and whatever else she's doing. Um, 
yet she records, she edits, she tags, she uploads, and writes notes for her podcast. Why? Well, she did admit that she's a workaholic, so here's that transparent, authentic kind of vibe that you get from podcasters. And she said with all of her roles on TV and every place else, her podcast is the only thing that is absolutely 100% hers. Or she said, it's mine. And I was like, you know, there's something about that to say that is mine. And when a listener gave her feedback that said, you talk too much when you're interviewing people, she advised him to get his own show where he could be a mime for an hour or a mute for an hour, something like that. And very funny. Now, the other thing I loved about the Lou slash uh, Aisha show was Lou came on, who's like the dean of Disney, and Aisha came on, who is a, uh, she's a fan of the F word. (laughs) Uh, It was a bit of a whiplash, maybe, if you didn't see it coming. But it was awesome. Why? Because they both were hitting many of the same topics. Why? Because they're best practices. Don't get it in it. Don't get in it for the money. Be unique. Follow your heart. Make and learn from your mistakes. It's your show. You can do with it what you want. And it was just awesome. It was it, because I always say you have you're you. Embrace you. Be you. And yeah, there may be other shows on your topic, but there's got to be a way to come up with something unique. And part of that is going to be you and you're unique. So I just, to me, that was awesome. What sitting back and looking at it. Uh, another one, um, Mark Marin. Now here's, what's really cool. I'm standing in the stockyards restaurant and this is on, uh, I believe Saturday night, hanging out with my buddies. And, uh, all of a sudden I see a guy walk in that looks a lot like Mark Marin. And he's kind of looking around like he's looking for somebody. And as he walks by, I'm like, all right. I put up my hand. I go, Hey Mark. And he's like, Hey man. And I go, uh, are you, you you looking for somebody, something I can help you with? He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm cool. And, uh, and off he went. And I was like, wow. And then later I saw him again and shook his hand. And, uh, I said, Hey man, on behalf of everyone from Cleveland, I want to apologize for the puke cannon. And the puke cannon was a, uh, in, in Cleveland, there's a guy named, uh, Rover's morning glory. He's a radio show. And he made his, his uh, minions, his staff, drink a gallon of milk until they vomited. I'm not making this up. Until they vomited into a container. They then rigged up a leaf blower to where you would dump the puke back into the leaf blower, which would then blow it into your face where you had to catch it and then spit it into yet another container. And the person with the most in their container won. Well, the whole thing backfired, and they ended up blowing vomit into the ceiling. And Mark was supposed to come in and get interviewed because he was at like hilarities or something like that. And Mark said, I'm not going in there. And so I said, yeah, man, sorry about the puke. He just went, ah, that guy. Yeah. So it was cool. So here's the thing. Mark walks in. I felt like I was on his TV show. I mean, there he is. He's cut off jeans, flip flops, and, you know, a a very Mark Marin kind of shirt. He's authentically Marin because, um, well, he's Mark Marin. What you see is what you get. What you get is funny. Man, he was funny at the keynote. Um, and I, I was very proud that I made Mark Marin laugh. I thought that was cool. Um, another one here, again, speaking, we'll, I'll take uh, Mark Marin for 100, Alex. Uh, we'll stick with that topic. 
there were tons of podcast celebrities, if you could put up air quotes for me, celebrities at this event. And when Mark walked in, um, to me, celebrity went to a new level. It's like, whoa, that's Mark Marin. This is a guy that just interviewed the president. And I was honored to shake his hand. And later, I, I was like, I walked over to uh, Nick Suberling and uh, Corey Finneran from um, Podcasters Group Therapy. And I said, man, I got to shake his hand. And they went, oh, yeah, and bust out their phones. We took a picture with him. And if you went on Facebook, apparently Mark Marin took a picture with everybody. And to me, this is a way of, now you could say Mark says thank you by delivering content, but this was Mark's way of saying thank you for listening. And that's how I take that. That, yeah, you know what? I'm going to kind of get mobbed a little bit, but I'm here. My people that listen to me are here and I'm going to go out and connect because it's, it's cool that I'm in your ears right now, but it's really cool when I can look into your eyes. Now, some things make you spread your message because they, they really blew you away in a positive way. And then other times there are things that not so much. I go to listen to the Sarah Koenig. And for the record, this is not a podcast movement knock. Nothing these guys could do. It's Sarah Koenig from Serial. She came to a podcasting event and put up signs that said uh, no video or audio recording. I, I just felt like going, you do realize that everybody in this auditorium has at least one, if not two recording devices on them. Um, okay, whatever. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. It, it, to me, said I don't trust my audience. And to me, the only thing I can think of is she must do this presentation a lot and doesn't want it on YouTube. It just kind of seemed out of place. It just seemed so radio. You know, afraid again that someone might put, I don't know. To me, I was like, whatever. And that's basically how I'm going to sum that one up. All right, whatever. Great presentation. It was cool behind the scenes stuff. And again, that's not a podcast movement. That's not their fault. Um, Pat Flynn. What can you say about Pat Flynn? How do you top a DeLorean? At New Media Expo, he... um he entered, first of all, he had a, a full-fledged movie made and then came in in a DeLorean. How do you top that? But Pat Flynn got me. At one point, I actually thought the mighty Pat Flynn, if you've never heard of Pat Flynn, check out Smart Passive Income. Phenomenal guy. Here's the other cool thing. We'll do a Pat Flynn t twin spin. I saw Pat walking by. I'm like in the little restaurant and I just put my hand kind of over my mouth and went, uh, Kind of like directed it towards Pat. I went, I just went, Pat Flynn. He stops immediately, comes in and talks to me. And I'm like, hey, Pat, um, I hear you talking about, and I hear a lot of people talking about uh, meditation. You know, how do you get into that? And he goes, oh, uh, the app is Headspace. And, blah, and we had this cool little like three minute discussion on uh, meditation. He didn't have to do that. He could have just waved at me and said, hey, Dave. But he stopped and came over. Again, it's the little things. But anyway, I'm, I'm in watching Pat's kickoff keynote. And he really sucked me in because I thought he had lost his place in his presentation. He went over to, to get a glass of uh, a water and drink. And this all of a sudden, this English accent came out of the speakers. And it basically was the, the this little acting bit in the middle of this. He was acting. I was acting! And uh, it was the voice of Chris Ducker, of course, who was a really good friend of Pat's. And it was all, um, this English voice was the voice inside of Pat's head. And I found out later that the way, I, I really thought Chris Ducker was backstage. Somebody was backstage because it was just that 
polished. Again, here we go with the icing. Just amazing. And I found out later that to make the the next voice say whatever the next line was, for lack of a better phrase, in this play, Pat was pressing a button, which means he could have pressed it twice and really ruined it. He could have said his wrong line. It would have looked really stupid when the next line in the presentation from the the English voice came out. Because he'd be sitting there like he'd go to talk and he'd be like, you're going to blow it, Pat. And then, you know, is this voice inside of his head. And it was just hugely entertaining. And once it was over and you just realized what you saw, the magnitude of the preparation that had to go into this, it was insane. And I once saw the band Genesis. Now, I'm not a huge I am now. But at the time, I was not a huge Genesis fan. I was a Judas Priest Iron Maiden. And my friend goes, I got an extra ticket to Genesis. You want to go? And I'm like, really? You know I want you, buddy. No. I don't. So I went. And Phil Collins, who is a great drummer. And when Genesis goes on tour, they have another drummer because Phil can't sing all the songs. You know, you need a front man. So it's Phil Collins, this guy named Chester Thompson. And they did a, and I'm not making this up. 15-minute drum solo. Now, normally, a drum solo that's five minutes long will put you to sleep. But they started off, and both men were 100% completely in sync. Okay, which is kind of impressive for the first three minutes. This went on for 15, and the longer they went on, the beats got more and more complex. So now instead of... Now it's... It was amazing. And it was one of those things where you get done at, at the end of the drum solo, and you go, wait a minute. Because uh, the longer it went on, people started to realize, how do, how do you memorize a drum solo? And you just kept asking yourself, how did they do that? So I got done watching, and, and Pat ended this little acting part by going, and scene, which was a great way. And I just, as I'm walking out of that keynote, I was like, how did he do that? It was amazing. It really was amazing. And on one hand, you go, of course it was. It was Pat Flynn. And so that that really got me. This one was touching and it blew me away. I've always needed some sort of backdrop. My office, if you ever watch me on Ask the Podcast Coach on Saturday mornings, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, it's a live video call-in show. And of course, you can subscribe to it in iTunes. Just look for Ask the Podcast Coach or go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash iTunes. And I've always said I needed some sort of backdrop. My My walls are just insanely bare. And so, again, icing on the cake. Podcast Movement has these awesome banners outside the door so you know who's speaking when and where. And I just uh, happened to, uh, I asked uh, Jared, I go, any chance I could get that banner if you guys aren't throwing them away? If you guys are throwing them away, it'd be cool to have one with my name on it. And he said they they would look into it. Um, And so, I, you know, after the, the last presentation is over, you know, I'm kind of like, okay. And I, I kind of asked and just kind of let it go. We'll see what happens. And I'm walking around and saying goodbye to people and things like that. And I'm walking down the hallway and there is one of the, the co-founders of podcast movement, friend of mine, Gary Leland working with the banner. And I'm like, Hey Gary, what's up? He says, Hey, I'm getting your banner. Cause it's Gary Leland. And that's, is that, does that, that, that sounds nothing like Gary Leland, but anyway, um, he says, do you have a screwdriver on you? Like, I just walk around with a screwdriver, apparently. Um, and I I guess it's, I guess I expected some, like, hired hand, one of the guys in the black shirts that was working the cameras or something to, 
and there it is. It's one of the co-founders of Podcast Movement is making sure, you know, I got my banner. Why? Because, well, it was important to me, so it was important to them. And that's really kind of Podcast Movement 101, you know, listening to what your audience wants and giving it to them. Well, that's just good old Podcasting 101. And so I got my banner. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Gary. And thank you, Mitch. Um, I hope to have that hung up by Saturday. That was, it touched me that, they, you know, wow, okay. Um, here's another one. And again, it's the little things. Uh, I ran into John Lee Dumas. I think it was Friday in the hallway. No, it might've been, anyway. And uh, we're like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And I, I talked to him for like two minutes, if that. Yeah, as we're walking down the hallway and he's like, hey, I'm going to see you at the stockyard. So I'm like, oh, absolutely. He's like, cool. You know, I'm going to buy each other a brew or something. And um, to make a long story short, there were four rooms at the stockyards, this restaurant where we all ate. I was speaking of that. They fed us. They fed us. Yeah. Great food. Great time. They actually listened to their audience. If you wanted a live band, you could do it. If you go back one room, it was uh, quieter and you could actually talk. And apparently there are two other rooms. I didn't go. I didn't know there were two other rooms. And apparently every one of my friends was in that room. Now, there's a good news, bad news of that. The bad news is I didn't get to say hi, really, to John Lee Dumas. I'm a big fan of that guy. Um, he is the Energizer Bunny of podcasting. His his combination of, of talent, charisma, dedication, and delivery, uh, they've kind of served him well. He makes more money in a month than I make in a year. He is the poster child, right? Of uh, yeah, it is possible to make money with podcasting if you, you know, work at it and and uh, just give it you all. And you have the right niche, by the way. Uh, if I had a nickel for every time somebody said the phrase John Lee Dumas at Podcast Movement, um, I, I'd be as rich as John Lee Dumas. And so I didn't get a chance to hang out with him. But um, here's the thing. Um, when I was, uh, many moons ago, I was a customer service rep. I should say I was an award-winning customer service representative for a $40 million company. And I discovered the little things that, that, you know, mean a lot. So there I am Sunday listening to a keynote and I believe was, I was in the last row and, uh, all of a sudden I feel this hand on my shoulder and I turn around it's John Lee Dumas. He's like, Hey man, it was great seeing you. I'm taking off. And he just shook my hand. Now, John wasn't doing this to every person in the back row. And it was just like, wow, he didn't need to do that. You know, but it just, again, it's the little things that mean a lot. So that stuck out to me. And hence I'm telling it to you not to say, look, John Lee Dumas shook me. It just, it, it, it was like, wow, that was cool. Um, Another thing that stood out, and I, I'm not going to tell you a lot about this because he's going to be on next week. I'm going to be interviewing Glenn the Geek. This is a guy from horseradionetwork.com. He is making a living doing what he loves, which is talking about horses. And he did an impromptu speech on Friday that just blew me away. I cannot wait to share his story with you next week. Um, he's been podcasting for eight years. It's a full-time gig and wait till you hear how he does it because there are, you know, different schools, different camps that people go to, to learn how to podcast. And there are those that really focus on new and noteworthy and, 
you know, got to do this. And then just Glenn just, to me, he does a lot of the things that I talk about on this show. Now, for the record, I'm not taking any zero as in if I could do like minus five credit because it's all Glenn. But it's cool when, you know, people like myself, Ray Ortega from podcasterstudio.com and Daniel J. Lewis, the audacity to podcast.com and, you know, all these other podcast gurus kind of a lot of times are on the same page about what are best practices. And it's really cool when you see someone who is doing that and they're just crushing it. So tune in next week for Glenn, the geek from horse radio network.com. Another thing that kind of blew me away was I went to lunch with uh, Mark Johansson, who was my roommate, this uh, at, at podcast movement, David Hooper from the red podcast, uh, super nice guy. I've known Dane forever. He's been on this show and uh, we went to um, Chipotle and Dave uh, got an Uber for us, right? If you've not ever done Uber, it's this app, you download it and you basically say, I need a car. And literally, I think I waited no more than, I don't know, two minutes. And it was a great experience. This guy showed up in a, a BMW and uh, he's like, yeah, hey, I got to pay for this car somehow. But it was a great experience. One, because it was new and it was Uber. Number two, I was with Dave and Mark. That was cool. Well, I saw Paul Culligan. I was riding with him in the back of the bus on the way to the stockyards from uh, the podcastreport.com. And uh, I was telling him about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I use Uber, Uber all the time. And he sends me a link so that when I sign up for Uber, I get $20 off my first ride. Now, this then proves what I've been saying all the time. that You pay with things either with time or money. And even without the $20 off, I would have used Uber to go to the airport. I took a shuttle from the airport to the hotel, which was 18 bucks, but I had to wait about, I don't know, 20 minutes to get the bus to show up um, in 97 degree heat at nine o'clock at night. What is up with that? Wow. And uh, then once the bus showed up, I had to wait another 10 minutes on the bus waiting to fill it up so they could make their money, which I understand. And I thought, you know what? In the morning, I was really tired. I was up late packing and things like that. So I'm just going to do an Uber so I don't have to wait for a ride. And yes, it would been would have been about $18 more than the shuttle, but I got more sleep. Oh, yeah. And I had a $20 off coupon. So to me, Uber was awesome. And I know a lot of people think about, oh, it's so horrible what they're doing to taxis, to which I go, why didn't the yellow taxi cab come up with this technology before. And to me, it's a little bit, Uber is a little bit like radio. Well, they've been doing it this way all the time. And, you know, we're radio and in walks podcasting and goes, guess what? We found a better way to do it. We found a better way to connect. We found a better way to give the customer what they want. And for me, I remember once I was in New York after um, new media expo and I'm trying to get a cab at five o'clock And I'm thinking, well, surely there must be a bazillion cabs because everybody's got to go home. And I could not get, I had one cab pull over and I'm like, I need, I need to take, you got to take me through the tunnel back to New Jersey. I'm at the the Holiday Inn over there. And uh, the guy said, I don't know where that is and drove off. I was like, really? Seriously? And so Rob Greenlee was there, who's now working for Spreaker. Uh, Check out the Spreaker live show. Uh, of course, at New Media Expo. And he said, you know, a good idea. Go into a hotel and ask them to call you a cab. So I walked into the hotel and I said, hey, can you call me a cab? And the woman behind the counter looked at me and said, all right, you're a cab. 
And I was like, no, seriously. And it was, to make a long story short, she had to call like three companies. They're like, yeah, it's shift change. And I'm like, I'm going to miss my flight. So in walks Uber. They took, they listened to their audience who said, man, it's a pain in the butt to get a ride. I got to wave and flag and dance and scream and whistle. And they went, Uber said, oh, here, click this button and somebody will show up in two minutes and you can see exactly how far away they are. And I really was thinking about that. I'm like, podcasting is the new Uber. We are listening to our audience, giving them what they want and using technology to do it. And um, so those are the things, the word of mouth moments. And I'm sure there are more. But I wanted to, um, I wanted to do this while it was fresh in my mind. And um, I want to thank everybody who had anything to do. Again, Gary, Mitch, Jared, and uh, Dan. And I did get an advanced copy of the book, Stop Chasing Influencers, which I was going to tell you to go buy, but it's not going to, according to the back of the book, it's not going to be out till January of 2016. Is that the truth? I'll have to uh, ask Jared, but it's, uh, it's um, from Kamanzi Constable and Jared Easley, the true path to building your business and living your dream. So I have to ask Jared about this. Like, when is this really coming out? Because I usually don't read like paper books. I read everything on the Kindle, but um, I got that. So that was cool. And so thank you guys for uh, doing that. And the other thing I'm going to talk about here in the next five minutes, because my class starts, I'm actually teaching a class here in just a few minutes. Access 2013, part two. That's exciting. And that is uh, 2016 is going to be a very busy year for me. Uh, My stepdaughter, um, the countess, if you've ever listened to uh, Building a Better Dave, has found herself a really nice Southern gentleman. And uh, they're getting married. Uh, And... I don't know about you, but uh, I've been through one wedding of a stepdaughter already. And um, these things are kind of stressful. And I've got some things I want to do with the School of Podcasting. I've been doing a test caster mind, and I really like it. It's, it's doing what I love, which is helping people a little more hands-on. Um, I, I love the School of Podcasting. If you want step-by-step tutorials, and, and I'm there for you as well. We do our uh, little live monthly meetings, but this is a little more hands-on. And then, of course, there's always one-on-one consulting. And I, I want to do more of that. And I was weighing, I was looking at my year coming up. I've got, I've got uh, my, my stepdaughter's wedding, um, potentially going to move. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're keeping, we're going to keep our feet in Cleveland, Ohio here. And as I started to work as the director of podcasting for the new media expo. Um, and just looking at, I did this last year. It was new. I was scared because it was new for me. Uh, I thought it was going to be awkward telling people, no, you can't speak. And you know what it was. And you know what? Uh, nobody punched me in the face. Thank you, Ryan K Parker, foodcraftsman.com. And um, instead of, being really psyched for New Media Expo. Let me back up. Instead of being psyched to being the director of podcasting for the New Media Expo, I was really kind of dreading it because I could see the writing on the wall. Plus, I have a day job. I mean, I teach people technology and do the podcasting thing. 
And yeah, I'm starting to kind of want to do more of the podcasting thing and less of the teaching thing. And to make a long story short, I looked at where I was going. I looked at where I wanted to go. And I could see I was already starting to get a little frustrated isn't the right word, but I could feel the stress. I could see the stress on the wall. And so last night I sent an email to Rick Calvert, who is the man behind the New Media Expo, and I resigned as the director of podcasting for the New Media Expo. And it's weird to say that because I really was honored to be named that. But there are times when you have to look at where you want to go and you got to make decisions that are hard. And you got to get your priorities in straight. Um, one of the other highlights of New Mini Expo was Sunday night for me. I got to go to dinner with my Aunt Betty. Now, Aunt Betty is uh, one of my, uh, you know, do you have favorite aunts? I don't know. She's my favorite aunt in Texas. How's that? And I just knew that if I went back to Ohio without saying hi to Aunt Betty, I was going to hate myself because I was right there. She lives in Fort Worth. So I got to hang out with my Aunt Betty. She took me to Logan's Steakhouse, which is a really good time. And uh, it was awesome. And I thought, you know, that's cool. That's Sometimes our priorities get shifted. We get dazzled by the, the um, I don't know, the celebrities and people we want to hang with. But in the end, you know, family first. And uh, so glad I did that. And so looking at my life, um, my wife, my stepdaughters, things like that, um, and looking on return on investment, you know, it was great to to help organize New Media Expo last year. And I'm still going to support New Media Expo. I'm still going to talk about it. I hope to be friends with Rick. I'm hope you know. I'm sure he's going to be disappointed. Uh, I have not heard back from him yet. Um, but so, um, if you've ever thought I would like that position, by all means, the chair is yours. Take it and run with it. But uh, I have resigned as the director of podcasting for the new media expo. And uh, we'll be interested to see um, how that uh, particular show uh, moves forward um, because they are co-located with uh, the national associate. Well, basically with NAB. And uh, that was a a fun little hurdle last year uh, doing that for the first time. And I thought about that. That's what made it hard. I thought, you know what? Last year was a little tough because it was the first time with NAB. Maybe it'll be easier this year. And, um, my wife just said, well, okay, if you're going to do it. And she, I could just tell she was like, mm. then I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? There are things I want to do with a school of podcasting. There are things I want to do with things like caster minds and, and that I think I would get more enjoyment out of. Um, and in certain ways have more of an impact. So with that, I will uh, stop with that. And uh, thank you to Rick and Deb and everybody at the new media expo for the opportunity last year. But uh, I've decided to go in a different direction in 2016. Now, if you're looking to go a different direction in 2015, look, we got a lot of months left here. A few. And, you know, the best time to start a podcast was 10 years ago. The next best time. How about right now? Yeah. How about you go over to schoolofpodcasting.com, Use the coupon code listener. L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. That'll save you off every single month of your membership. And for the record, you won't see that coupon anywhere in print. It's my way of saying, Hey, thanks for listening to the show. 
And uh, that will save you off that. If you don't have a website yet, check this out. Send me an email with the phrase quick start in it. Uh, just like he said, waiting for his Gmail to refresh. Just like Cynthia did. And what we do is we send you a link to order your hosting account um, through my link. Now, I earn a commission for that. Now, it's my way of saying thank you for the commission. Uh, you forward you, me the email. I'll install WordPress for you along with a couple plugins. And you get a free month at the School of Podcasting. Pretty cool. And uh, all you have to do is pay for the hosting for that first month. So, and of course, and every month after that. But uh, it's a great way to get started. I call that the Quick Start Program. And again, if you go, ah, oh, I already have a website, just use the coupon code LISTENER. And I will see you on the inside. So thank you so much. Thank you again to everyone at Podcast Movement. And um, next week, I'm going to interview again, Glenn the Geek, and I will talk about the podcast, the Academy of Podcast Awards. Uh, I actually recorded Adam Curry's um, Hall of Fame speech, and uh, I will talk about the acceptance speech that never was. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you again next week. And until then, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. since 2005 i am your very own personal podcast coach dave jackson and i forget my intro what is dave jackson flattening the something oh man hold on